Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes Film.com to get tickets now. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. This is a transformative time for Black America. Our income is at an all-time high, and the opportunity for economic empowerment is unprecedented. It's not just about dreaming anymore. It's about turning those dreams into reality by creating blueprints for generational wealth. Prudential has a remarkable history of supporting communities and institutions that have been overlooked for far too long. For instance, they've pledged a staggering $1 billion to programs, partners, and initiatives focused on historically excluded communities. Build your financial blueprint today at prudential.com slash blueprints. My next guest is here, boy. This is, woo, I'll tell you something. I got this, I got this, somebody messaged me through LinkedIn and said, my next guest was in town. Could he do the show? I said, I immediately put my cell number in there. Didn't know who she was. All I know, I got to get close to my boy. My next guest, production company, Who's Laughing Now, has been producing hit dramedies for the past 25 years. To date, he and his family have launched more than 20 productions delivering to sold-out theaters across the country. In addition to TV shows on GMC, Aspire, UMC, BET, and Bravo, please welcome to Money-Making Conversations, J.D. Lawrence. All right, all right. All 70 of me clapping. 72. 72. Right, yeah, 72. I got to get the other two in there. Get, get the numbers in there. You know, he's the Guinness Book of World Records yeah. for that, correct? Well, actually, I surpassed the Guinness Book of World okay. Records. Mm -hmm. um, I went for the Guinness Book of World Records, and we had a issue with it because I beat the record, mm -hmm. and I didn't know at the end of it they wanted $10,000. They wanted money. Yeah, they wanted $10,000. And I was like, $10,000? I said, well, hold on. Then nobody told me that. I didn't see that in the contract. Right, 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 right. right <laughs> so they wanted $10,000 to actually give me the actual A award. Mm -hmm. So I said, okay, well, you know, no problem. We, mm -hmm. we wrote them the um, check. check right. Mm -hmm. Then they told me I would only have it for one day because there was a guy in Germany that, um, because at that time I only played 56, and I beat the 52 characters, so I played 56. Right. But they said that I would only have it for a day because it was a guy in Germany <laughs> that was doing 60. I said, well, I'm not giving you $10,000 for a day. <laughs> That's not going to happen. Right, right. So then we waited a year, and I came back mm -hmm. because I wanted to challenge it. And also we got our money back. Right. And I went and I beat the 60 characters, and I did 72. 72. Then mm -hmm. they wanted 20,000. Oh, they just, they just keep going up, huh? They wanted twenty thousand dollars. Payment man. for recognition. Yeah. So my PR person said, "Well, listen, all we got to do is just say you surpassed it, and if right. they want to challenge it, you know, we have it on, you know, film." Well, you know, a lot of people don't know that when you get those stars on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, there's a fee for that. That's too, right. Roughly yeah. about thirty thousand yeah. dollars. So, yes, sir. So you say, "Why? Well, what you call them? Is not on the on the." 
because they don't want to pay their thirty thousand. Wow, well, ten thousand more. I could have just had me a star. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And how you been doing, my friend? Been a long time. A little yes. back history. Uh, yeah. We, we came together up in New York when I, Steve and I, went to WBLS in yeah. New York City in two thousand five, mm -hmm. and uh, and we just started connecting. Uh, sure. You, uh, just tell, tell well, your side of the story. Well, well, but let me say this: back then, if nobody don't know, I had asked um, you to manage me. Uh huh. And you said to me, what are you doing for yourself that I can't do? Mm -hmm. And I sat there and I had to think about it for a minute. I said, well, what am I doing for myself? <laughs> and you said, brother, he said, do it for yourself first. Mm -hmm. And then when you get to where you got to get to, then come back and say, all right, I can't go no further. Mm -hmm. But at that point, I think I was lazy and I didn't do it. And, mm -hmm. I, and I, I'm going to tell you, I left that meeting Mad. <laughs> I was tight. I was like, yeah, McDonald said, I got to do it for myself. And then my wife said, well, what are you doing for yourself? Like, what? And then I literally motivated myself mm -hmm. to do something mm -hmm. for myself. Because I didn't stop talking to you. No, no, no. You no, would no. answer my calls and everything. Yeah, absolutely. What are you doing? I said, nothing. <laughs> you know, but you, you like, send me a play. What about yeah. this? Rashawn, you said, can you watch this video and things like that? I just saw seeing you moving forward. Yeah. But it was no denying your talent. Right, no, sure. But it was like, okay, because what happens is a lot of people in Hollywood, they get an agent, they get a manager, mm -hmm. and sometimes they just stop. They think something magical is going to happen. But right. what people don't realize is that is that managers and agents are really just helping a talent to the next level right. because of their because of their actions, because of their – a classic example is Stephen A. Smith. Stephen A. Smith is a, is a social media phenomenon. Mm -hmm. He brings in management to connect him to the right people or agents to connect him to the right people – and that organization can lead to a better financial situation. But believe me, I didn't make a Stephen A. Smith. I didn't make a Steve Harvey. I just positioned him wow. based on the foundation that he gave me. Mm -hmm. He had a foundation, but Steve was always out there ready to go on the road, ready to tell a joke. And that's all I was asking him. What are you doing for yourself? Yeah. Well, to, to build your brand, to work your brand. Mm -hmm. And the evolution of all these different characters came along. Now, you know, you're big in dramedies. Mm -hmm. Just to explain to everybody on the show, what exactly is a dramedy? A dramedy is, uh, my interpretation of it, is mixing drama mm -hmm. with the comedy side and bringing right. them both. Because um, I want people, you know, I, I always want people to laugh, but mm -hmm. I want to feed them a message at the same time. Mm -hmm. So that's the dramedy side of it is, you know, um, giving them an important message, right. you know, that's serious, but making it, you know, uh, it's almost like, you know, a... Uh, 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 you know, feeding people ice cream, you know, feeding them their medicine, but you got some ice cream mixed up absolutely, in there. You absolutely, know, you, you absolutely, know what I mean? absolutely. Yeah. You know, but and it's just, it's just, you know, you have to be talented to be able to pull that off because mm -hmm. usually in a scene that's so dark mm -hmm. that, that you, you make that right turn mm -hmm. and people go with you. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and things like that. So now when I'm reading your bio, J.D., it talks about family. Mm -hmm. Who in your family is part of the production company? Everybody. Everybody work. What does that mean? What, who is I, everybody? Anybody that's eating in my house is working. <laughs> <laughs> and why is that? Why is that? Because I think it's important, you know, as a family, mm -hmm. you're a lot stronger, and you want to keep family around you when you're in this yeah. business. Because David and Tamala yeah. Mann do that. Yes. Everybody mm -hmm. in that house. Yeah. So they can speak. Yeah. And I, get up out of bed. Everybody going to work. Go I got my wife handles the money side of it. I don't let Absolutely. my kids count my money. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I just let my wife count my money. Uh -huh. But I got a son who's into. Mm -hmm. um, he's he 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 actually just graduated from cooking school. Mm -hmm. So I did. And one thing that I did wrong about that, I told mm -hmm. her he cooked better than. Mm -hmm. 
my wife. Mm-hmm. So she hasn't cooked since. Oh, good, good, good. <laughs> but good, he's good. into uh, you know music as well. So he so he scores a lot of the uh, music. Oh, you know, good. for the show. Mm-hmm. And then I have my two daughters. They handle the business side on screen. Mm-hmm. You know, so when we did the reality show Bravo, they yeah. actually came on screen. Absolutely. You know, and do it. Let, let's talk about uh, something that's real important. That, uh, you're, you're, you're a successful actor and mm-hmm. you're prominent. Stuttering. Okay. Okay. So that's that's something that's been part of your life. Mm-hmm. And, and, and and when you go into character, it's not there. No. Not, <laughs> not at all. You know, and it's weird because um, I spoke to Samuel Jackson about this. He came to New York City one time. Mm-hmm. Him, Bruce Willis, mm-hmm. um, Emily um, Blunt. And I remember having a conversation with Sam about it. And he's like, you, you know, you have to put a character in front of that voice. Right. You know, because I didn't know that he had a speech impediment. I never but knew Steve that. Steve Harvey did, too. Mm-hmm. stutter. Yeah, and yep. I spoke to um, mm-hmm. um Steve about that. I remember one time at the... Um, was it dog? Mm-hmm. What you? What are you stuttering about, dog? Just speak up, man. Yep, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yep. Yeah, yeah. You know, but I, I've, you know, um, um, getting on stage like when I go into the character, you know, any character that I decide to go into, the character just completely flows out, and this character does not stutter at all. Mm-hmm. You know, but I can't walk around life talking like that. <laughs> Well, you probably would just look at you a little different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I did it in school. <laughs> What's working with him? But when you when you talk about because you did seventy two characters. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. Let's break down that process because I don't know seventy two anybody like right. that. Sure. Okay. So, in the name of the play is what? It's called Schizophrenia. Schizophrenia. Yes. Yeah, and right now it's on. It's, a, it's, a, it's been on tour, right? Well, we've been doing some spot dates. We actually head out on a national tour with um, AL. W, mm-hmm. uh, that's Al, uh, Al Wash. Al Wash out of yeah. Dallas, Texas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, he was, hey, J.D., now I'm going to tell you something. Yeah, well, How you going to do these 72 people? <laughs> <laughs> As Al, Al Wash was the big time. Oh, yeah. you know, yeah. We can go back when he really was a dominant yeah. force. Uh, took took many, many stars yeah. out on the road. Kurt Franklin tour was yeah. on the road. So he was always out there. Now you have, I think, Jacarius. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then also, of course, you know, Tyler Perry. Yes, of course. You know, uh, and who just took it to the next level. Oh, yeah. I, you know, and and I have so much respect for Tyler because he built a a, a, a brand out of nowhere. Right. You know, and, and really made it something. You know? I remember, uh, we're about to go in this break, but uh, mm-hmm. I remember we was, uh, we was doing radio in uh, Los Angeles and Shamar Moore. Okay. He called me. He said, Rashawn, Shamar Moore has the new series on CBS. Uh, he's doing very well. Uh, he said... Um, you got to come to. He was playing at the Kodak Theater. Okay. Because you knew there was a big difference for his type of show to be mm-hmm. at the Kodak Theater, the Kodak Theater where they do the Oscars and all the major awards sure. in Hollywood. He said, You got to come see this guy. And mm-hmm. he, had, he hadn't done the movies yet. At okay. All. None of the Madea movies had hit it. But he was already just breaking ground okay. and, 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 and going to the next level with his brand and understanding ownership of his brand. That's he right. understood that. That's right. He didn't give away rights nope. and stuff like that. And it's because he knew his brand meant something. And that's really the key with him. And when we're talking about business, you always have to have your mind at the, yeah. at the, at the top of the game sure. when it comes to business. Because people are on your brand, mm-hmm. you can walk away. I'm going to talk about somebody who kind of lost his brand when we come right back from this break. On the, on the, I'm on it. I'm here, y'all. Money Made Conversation. Old friend uh, of many characters, J.D. Lawrence. Hi, this is Rashawn McDonald. You're listening to Money Making Conversation. 
In the studio with me, um, my guest production company, Who's Laughing Now, has produced uh, or has been producing hit dramedies for the past 20, 25 years. Today, he and his family, because everybody in that house works, has launched <laughs> more than 20 productions debating to sold out theaters across the country. And his shows have been seen on TV networks like GMC, Aspire, UMC, BET, and Bravo. Now, you're back here. We were talking about uh, uh, Jacarius. Uh, we was talking about Tyler Perry, mm-hmm. and then we brought I brought up Shelly Shelly Garrett, Shelley which, Garrett was a, yes. which was the beauty, beauty shop. shop. Yeah, and beauty shop. I remember beauty shop got uh, was converted to a TV show. Mm-hmm. Got converted to a TV show. He was the first one, I think, when you start talking about that style, that mm-hmm. urban market style mm-hmm. of, uh, uh, and uh, jumped out there right. and yeah. was, was selling out everywhere. Oh yeah, because because we had seen nothing like him. No. And mm-hmm. that, what is your audience base for for these type of plays? Um, I would say um, I have a more of a mixed audience, mm-hmm. but it's predominantly African American women. Why do you have a mixed audience? Why do you say that? Um, because I think that because um, my comedy, because I do so many different characters and stuff like that, uh-huh. it kind of comes across more of an Eddie Murphy, mm-hmm. uh, a Martin Lawrence on stage, all these different you know mm-hmm. characters. Mm-hmm. So I think I kind of bring in a lot more diverse, uh, uh, diverse audience. Right, right, right. It's more theatrical from the standpoint of character development Mm -hmm. and staying there. Well, we know well, I I will not pigeonhole uh, what what urban urban, uh, plays are, the urban theater is Mm -hmm. in that format because there's so many different styles. Oh yeah, sure. You know, set it off. Oh yeah. You know, uh, uh, Love Jones, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, all the Medea series, the Beauty Shop series. And that's the great thing about urban theater. I remember once I did a um, um, a an interview and a woman asked me, uh, she was talking about Tyler and she said, well, what do you think about his films and his movies? Because I don't really think that they're, you know, great and all that. And I said, well, listen, that's kind of a, you know, first of all, somebody that's making millions and millions of dollars, (laughs) somebody's liking it. So I don't know where you, you know, where you're getting that from. But I said, it's unfair to put me in a position to be judgmental about someone that looks like me that's doing business like that. Right. I said, and second, that's like asking George Lucas, how come your films aren't scary enough? Right. How come your films aren't funny enough? George right. Lucas does sci-fi. Right. You know, Tyler right. does his brand. And I say, and it's unfair for us to look at Tyler and say, we expect you to do everything for everybody. Right. right. See, he's opening up the door for other writers like myself and, right. and, and, and so forth to come in so that we can help him with it. Right. But you have Ron Howard, right. you have Steven Spielberg, right. you have George Lucas, but we expect Tyler to do everything for everybody. Right. And that's not fair. You can't put all of that on one person. That's, that's interesting that you're saying it. They're holding them to a, a universal standard. You can't do instead that. Instead of a standard. Yeah. Standard. A sitcom is a sitcom. A sitcom is not drama. Right. And that, that's, that's, really, that's really interesting. You're never going to go to Adam Sandler and say, why wasn't your film sci-fi enough? Right. Because right. you don't have to because there's somebody out there doing sci-fi. That's not his, that's not his genre. How and, when you, and sometimes when people leave their genre, yeah. the, the audience doesn't follow them. Right. That's right. why it was important when uh, Kevin Hart did that drama a couple of years ago. Uh, it made over $100 million. Um, was it The Upside? Yeah, uh, yeah when the guy who had the, was in the wheelchair. Oh, man, that was the most. Yeah. Let me tell you something. Kevin's performance in that show mm-hmm. was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. I mean, phenomenal, yeah. man. I was blown away. Well, you know, he can act. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, you know, I, you know I've, I've, been I've been fortunate. To, I've been very fortunate to produce him on morning shows. And you watch a person, you go, that guy has something extra going on. Mm-hmm. You know, because they have a they have a different level. Will Smith is that way too. Yes. yes. They have a very different so. level. That's why they, these individuals have they can change so many different characters. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I shouldn't say character. They just play so many different roles. Right. Yes. And I totally. think that's the difference. And, and difference in their longevity. Eddie Murphy. You look at him. You oh, go, yeah. 
from Phenomenal. animation to yeah. drama. You know, if anybody have not seen Dolomite, oh, it's incredible. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, and and I tell you who else is. Phenomenal in that Wesley Snipes. Oh yes, oh yes, oh yes. Uh, I yeah. love Wesley. Uh, you know, if watching Dolomite, it, it's on Netflix, and you should watch. Yeah, and he, and he should. You know, I, I believe. Uh, you know, he should be nominated. Uh, oh yeah. Over and over, he should have won an uh, Oscar for uh, back in uh, Dreamgirls. Dreamgirls. Yeah. He should have won an Oscar way back then because he was phenomenal as the singer when mm -hmm. he told him that no, we're not going to put that album out because that's not the music we do at this studio. Mm -hmm. Oh man, he was just 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 brilliant in that. And also, I think he should have gotten an Oscar for when he played all those characters. Oh, and, and uh, Nutty um, Professor. Yeah, and the Nutty Professor, yeah. I should have. No yes, he should have. Yes, he should have, honey. <laughs> he should have gotten no Oscar for that. I don't know why they didn't give him one. Absolutely. All right, McDonald. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> and so, so you look at these people who play these different characters, yeah. and I saw Wesley Snipe in there. Mm -hmm. Snipe's in there. Fantastic. Yes. Just amazing in there. And so... What what is the goal of your production? What is the I know everybody wants to do turn it into a film or mm -hmm. turn it into a television series. What is the goal of the productions that you create on the road? To educate. Mm -hmm. I think that um, we've laughed enough, right? Or we don't laugh enough, mm -hmm. but it's time to really start educating. Mm -hmm. And and we don't have a lot of forums that we can do that in. So right. I think that you know taking advantage of the media, um, taking advantage of having our own and telling our stories. You know. While we're telling them, we should also educate people in them. And especially, it, it, not even just ourselves, but right. educate other people from different cultures about us. Right. So that's what Martin and Malcolm? Yes, Martin about, and Malcolm. Yes, it is. It's premiering on, uh, on a... That's going to be on Aspire, Aspire in February. In February. Tell us about Martin and Malcolm. Martin and Malcolm, which stars um, Little Zane, mm -hmm. is is in it. Um, Tony Terry, I have a young man by the name of Victor Lando in it, and myself is about a young uh, man who sees his brother get shot. Mm -hmm. um, he starts to protest and, you know, and do all this stuff in the neighborhood. And he gets locked up, and he's locked up in a civil rights jail cell because it's overcrowded. So they bring him downstairs to the civil rights uh, cell that hasn't been opened, like, in 60 years. Mm -hmm. So while he's down there, mm -hmm. the spirit of Martin and Malcolm mm -hmm. visit him. Mm -hmm. And they actually re-educate him on how to go about protesting. The process. But, right it, but it's interesting because, you know, we've always said that Martin Luther, Martin, Martin Luther King mm -hmm. was a person of peace. Right, yes. You know, and Malcolm X mm -hmm. was a person who, who did not have, didn't, didn't worry about violence, didn't right. worry about using force right, yes. to get his message across. So that's the story we're telling in that? Well, these two actually come together now. Mm -hmm. And they, in the first 20 minutes of the film or 15 minutes of the film, they're going back and forth about that. Right. And <laughs> but they have to come together in right. order to train this young man or right. to get through to him. Right. And the thing is, I believe that Martin got a lot of this stuff because of Malcolm. You didn't want to deal with Malcolm. So you gave Martin a lot of these things. I think a lot of people right. dealt with Mar right. Malcolm. I mean, uh, Martin, a uh, 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 um differently. Right. Because I they agree. didn't want to deal I with agree. Malcolm. I do. You know, but now I think that we're living in a state of Malcolm. Right. Back then we were living in. A Martin world, so we didn't. So we, as a people coming up, I think we had that Martin mentality. Let's be peaceful. Let's right. do this. Do right. this. Right. Now it's like we're living like Malcolm. You know, right. We want to talk about this. We're going to fight about this. Right. We're not just going to stand there. Well, you know, it's really interesting when we, we no, no, don't want to diverse into politics and mm -hmm. social yeah, change, right, but sure. we know in dramedy, this is what you do. Yes, you know, you take stories and. You, you socialize them into your scripts, mm -hmm. and they become very relatable, which creates conversation yes. when people walk away from your events. Mm -hmm. So are you going to do more uh, reality shows? or? 
I am. The only problem that I have with reality is hard to control our narrative. Mm-hmm. The network has a lot to control with our narrative. <laughs> right. And I didn't want to have, even when we did Your Husband is Cheating on Us, mm-hmm. um, with the production company that I was working with, I was a little bit upset at how they were trying to portray our people. Right. And I remember one day in particular, we were working on set, and the producer or the owner of the production company went down and told the cast, I don't care about J.D. or how he feels about the show. Wow. I need y'all to do it this way. Wow. And they started doing it that way. And I wow. came and st- stopped there. I said, wait a minute, what are y'all doing? Right. I said, this is your opportunity, you know, T, to present how we are mm-hmm. or present our narrative the way that we want to do it, not the way that he wants to do it. Right. Because when this is all said and done, I'm going to have a job. Right. He's going to have a job, and y'all going to be unemployed. Right. And I would, <laughs> I, I would tell that. I used to tell that to Steve Harvey. I told it to many stars, Wendy Raquel Robinson. It's important that I I tell the right story for your yeah. brand because I'm behind the scenes. That's right. And generally, if I'm behind the scenes, I can go somewhere and sign up and get another job because another I'm not job. scrutinized right. about what was put out there. Mm-hmm. The general problem, especially through social media and all these different formats. Who can criticize you now? Mm-hmm. And so when, when I when I look at what you're doing and I and I see the brand grow, you know, you know, I, I you know, we have urban comedy. You, you're building a diverse base. Mm-hmm. Are you pitching any type of sitcoms, any type of particular dramas? I know you got the show coming out. Make mm-hmm. sure you give us some banners, yes, so I can promote it. Okay, Aspire, yes. Martin and Malcolm. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's in February. Mm-hmm. And uh, Bravo, you know, GMC. You've done all these different formats. Mm-hmm. What's what is really the future of you? Man, uh, you know, for me, I want to get more into television heavily, right. scripted side. Because content is king right yeah, now. Yeah, Everybody's right. looking for oh, content. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and I have maybe over 30 scripts on the TV side. Yes. Um, maybe 9 to 15 films. Right. You know, um, 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 one of my goals is to try to, you know, sit up a meeting with Tyler, you yes, know, sir. because I've never met him. Right. As long as I've been doing shows, you know, mm-hmm. I've never had a face-to-face with him, mm-hmm. ever. Mm-hmm. You know, so mm-hmm. I would like to go that route, you know, mm-hmm. and meet him. Um, another gentleman I would love to meet is Byron Allen. Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. You know so um, it's about really networking now. You know, it's really, really cool to say that because, you know, it used to be just Oprah. Right. Oh, yeah, it was Oprah. <laughs> Oprah's still out there, but now mm-hmm. you've, you've, you're pulling out two prominent African-American males right. who really are a force. Yeah, that's right. A force in the media today, and that's they right. built their brand differently. Yeah. So that means that when I talk to people about my show, it means that, like I always tell people, don't, uh, you know, uh, stop reading their stories and start writing your own. Wow, but look that's at the, powerful. But use their Use their success to motivate you right. to, to plan your goals, mm-hmm. to plan your success, and be committed to it. That's right. And that's what it's all about. You know, I, the, the beauty of, of our relationship and why I'm happy to have you on the show is that, first of all, I've always believed in you. want to just yes. say that to you face-to-face. Right. And you know you have a friend. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm ready to support you. Mm-hmm. It was no issue. I, 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 on- I, it, it was, this happened yesterday. You, we're talking today. I don't know if you remember. I wrote a song called Monkey Down. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Because <laughs> Steve and them had some things yeah, going on with Monkey down. down. I remember Monkey Down, absolutely. And I remember going into my studio uh-huh. and writing that song, and my wife was like, what the hell are you doing in there? <laughs> and I said, oh, I just heard Steve Harvey talk about doing some Monkey Down thing. Mm-hmm. And she was like, they are not going to play that. And, mm-hmm. I was, and I stayed in my studio for about four hours writing this song called Monkey Down. Mm-hmm. And I submitted it in, mm-hmm. and you text me, and you said, we're going to play this tomorrow morning at 6. Mm-hmm. I was like, I said, you know, Rashawn McDonald, uh, uh, he said they're going to play him. I was like, he ain't playing that song. <laughs> I tell you, 6.15, that song was on the air. Monkey 8 died. o'clock, that song was back on the air. I was like, oh, <laughs> baby. 
famous. I'm going on tour. Monkey it down. I'm going to be down. Monkey it down. Monkey it down. That was a, that. I'm telling you something. That thing changed the face of our morning show. That whole bit. That whole character. Yeah. And uh, I, I, you know, I've always been a person that trusted my instincts. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I, I went against the grain. I, I people have told me I, I tell it like it is. Like yeah, it no, is. no, no, no. You and, do. Uh, you know, but but uh, but it was never any malice involved. No, sure. It was about. Tell challenging people to yeah. know that I'm part. I'm just a step in your success. Mm-hmm. There are many, many steps after me. Use if I can help you up a few steps, but don't expect me to carry you to the end because that's not the life doesn't have that option. So mm-hmm. always keep an open mind. That's right. Always realize that God gave you the talent. Mm-hmm. Put 100 percent effort in it and maximize it day to day, and you'll be successful. I love the fact you have a family. You put them to work. This is your brand. I love the fact that you said, Rashawn, I stutter. But guess what? When I hit that stage, I'm yeah. in character. Everything's clean. Yeah. JD, thank you for coming on my thank show. Thank you for having me, man. Thank you. <laughs> monkey me. down! Monkey, monkey down! down! Monkey down! <laughs> I love it.